And tell me when you're ready. We are live, baby. Ready. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is white man's burden. I'm Vandad Cardar. My name is Amish Patel. It's the podcast where we decolonize the mind. We talk about colonialism, its history, past, present, and future. All the ways it's fucked people over. All the way it's continuing to fuck people over and influence other systems that yeah. we live under. Right. Yeah, yeah, big. totally. That's big. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a one, lot to talk that's about. It's a big breathful there. That's definitely what I want to talk about shit. today just is like is like legacy stuff because I'm noticing it everywhere and I'm getting into more and more arguments with people that are like, just get over it. Why are you bringing that up? Get over it. Like it's the past is the past. It's done. Stop like we in our daily lives are people who can take it. We're like over it in that sense. We're not oh, like, we're over it. <laughs> but it's like the world is not over it. Yeah. Like the legacy, it, like the very borders are drawn by it. The fucking transshipment of goods and the flow of currency is still Dude, determined by it. I say this about the caste system in India. The it's caste all... system was abolished, but everyone that was poor is still poor. Everyone that everyone that was rich is still rich. And the rich te- people talk about the poor people the way Republicans talk about like like victims of slavery in America, where mm-hmm. they just say, stop complaining. Stop complaining. We abolished it 50 years ago. Any kind of like affirmative action program, all the Patels are like, it's not working. Mm-hmm. This Patel guy recently came out with like, I'm being discriminated against because I'm not going to get into medical college. Because some like because what they do with the medical college is they reserve seats. They have a quota. So it's for the same the dude, the, the Hindu nationalist movement, same thing. It's like I'm the victim. There's like a Patel kid. He he blew up like five years ago, this Patel kid, which is like, like the, the white upper people class. here, are like the like the not the white people, the, the racist white people, the actual racist, the Nazis, they're like they can't do like a full out Nazi all the time, but they're like, oh, I'm not. I mean, they can in the states; they're protected. But even when they don't want to, they want to save face. They're like, oh, I'm not a Nazi. It's just that I'm proud of my white heritage. Oh, they can yeah. be proud of their heritage. I want to be. Pr-. So this guy's like, look, I'm just from the better caste, and I'm a Patel, and I'm sup- You know, I used to be the elite of society. I'm just being proud of that. What? I can't be proud that I was the elite. Yeah, it's oh, interesting I can't how do well because I was born into the elite of society. It's so interesting how sure bullies you can bullies if it's. If it's it's fair, usually fair how the, the bullies feel like they're getting bullied, though. Yeah. You know, like, Trump feels like he's getting bullied. He really feels like I'm under attack. I know well, so like, many it's people. It's like, no, bullies have been victims of bullies, generally. Yes, and, generally. They're, 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 and, and, and they're almost suffering from that trauma, and now they see everything is bullying on them. Mm-hmm. So if you say, like, uh, you can't get into this, even like a comedy show, something as dumb as a comedy show, there's guys that are like, that are like can you believe it, man? It should be about who's the best. And this like black girl has only been doing, or like this brown, or like me even. I guess they would t- they would say this about me too, where it's like, uh, oh, this guy's only been doing comedy for like this much years, but I've been doing it for this many years, and I should be on the show or whatever. And it's like, man, well, everyone art doesn't depend on time put in necessarily. It doesn't, but also everyone that complains Helps. about affirmative action, it's always a guy that I'm like, you're not in the running though, baby. Yeah, you weren't you weren't on the list anyway. Like you wouldn't yeah. have been, you, you wouldn't have been next. Yeah, so stay also I'm better than way. you, but yeah. also like you're not like or that person's better than you too a lot of the times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you're kind of making the case against yourself. You're telling me, like, I didn't know that that person was only in for two years and you were in for five years. But now that you're saying that, it's interesting. They're way funnier. Wow. So when they've done it as long as you have, they're just going to be even better. I know. They're going to be incredible. Amazing. No, there are a lot of people that feel like victims. And it's like, you're not. But also, then go start your own shit. Yeah. Why are you? Everyone's latching on to, like, the little that. Exists. That's, that's, that's being, like, let go to affirmative action, I guess. Or, yeah. Yeah. Just, just innovate. You're so good. You're this powerful cast, or you're the. What happened? They're always talking about how these, you know, since trickled down, they'd always be like the Republicans. They're the job makers. They're the job creators. Where are these jobs that they're creating? 
Like, yeah. where are these new industries? Any new industry that has jobs, they want to shut down and they're against it. It's like Tesla and, like, uh, renewable energy and all this shit. Smoking weed? That's so much jobs. Weed? So many jobs. Like, there's so many jobs that can come out wow. of these industries. That's a double right-wing attack, eh? The green energy guy smoked weed. Let's get him. <laughs> Let's get him. We gotta it's take like, him down. He's it'll be a symbol. We'll, we'll, it'll be a shutdown on weed and a shutdown on green. Tesla's energy. creating factories, all this shit. Oh, he's the job creator. But oh no, you want to get away? You want no more coal? That's evil. No, we need coal. That's the, we're gonna keep those. You jobs. want a guy that smoked weed oh. in charge of the big businesses? <laughs> like, <sighs> no, you want a guy like like you know who's is in charge of these big businesses? It's like a guy who's like homophobic, but he has like six gay dudes like yeah, tied up in his basement. Yeah, he says he hates gays or whatever, but then they find him in like a washing fucking uh park washroom at 6 a.m fucking blowing a dude blowing an undercover yeah that and was he, like a famous <laughs> example in the 70s but that shit happens all the time oh my god oh my god so many who end up being like child porn dudes and stuff like they're like oh they're oh, that, against yeah. all the gays so if you let the gays in the washroom next thing you know they're gonna they're a trans <laughs> is gonna come into my little baby girl's washroom and then that guy gets caught with fuck he was the biggest right-wing guy for that and then he got oh caught god. with gay porn or uh, child porn yeah. Dude, that happens all the time, it, man. I feel like it's been a while since this happened. I feel like a lot of right-wing no. people are like, okay, that's like old now. No, that shit is fucked. Even, even, uh, what was that, Roy Moore? R Roy Moore was the guy who was going to get uh, elected in the States. He was like a judge or whatever. Yeah. He dated, he was like, when he was like 30, he like dated a fucking 13, 14-year-old. And like it's like middle of Alabama. He's an Alabama judge. And even his mom at the time, was her, her, mom. her mom at the time was like, well, if a man named like like Roy Moore was interested in me, I'd count my lucky stars. Like they Two like thirteen year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then, but then now he's in this race like thirty years later. And then that woman came forward. That doctor woman came forward and was like, "Yo, I was like 13, 14. This guy fucking drugged me up at a party." And then and then Republicans all over were like, "Yeah, well, I still rather a pedophile in the office than a Democrat." Like they're still like he could have. <laughs> They had to take him off the ballot, or he would have okay, won. Took, he would have won. He would have won still. Yeah, no. Like it was like. No, I think I think some right wing people were like, "I'm not down with this," too. No, dude, man, the the church pedophile. They cut. The, they they're mad about that sometimes. Like, remember, Milo Yiannopoulos is a big part of it, man. But the church, yeah, like, the, the, the pedophilia is rampant, especially Catholics because they can't marry. Yeah, so they can't ben, marry. Dad, these Republicans are like, "Listen, we have a place for the pedophiles." You can't just be out here being a pedophile. Yeah, go into the church. We have an official rich. organization for this. There's, Don't fuck around here. You get a huge Catholic fucking salary from the mother church, and you know you collect all these donations oh all year. You can skim a bit off the top. They are so. They do Duarte? seem so mean. Did eh? You see Duarte? Oh, he's vicious. The Filipino uh, guy today or yesterday. He's like, he's like, hey, Catholic in Philippines. He told the, the Filipino Catholic Church. He's like, hey. Because you're, you you should let your uh, priest be gay, like you, you, because they are all gay anyways. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. He's like they're all gay anyways, and they're useless. They do nothing. Oh my god! So at least I love when I love. It's, it's like so 90 funny to percent see. Are gay, so okay. it's so funny to Why? see like an internal attack. Like he he feels like a right wing and guy. He's anti gay too. He doesn't like gay people at yeah, all. Yeah, no. But even he's like, okay, so you're gay. Just be openly gay. Why are you hiding it? Like, you're all useless gays anyways. Okay, Catholic, we know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't know what accent I just gave him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I gave him a no, Persian No, my accent wasn't like a Filipino. <laughs> Hello, VC. Okay, all gay now. Just make it all gay. Write it down. <laughs> like, he's just going to the legal office. He's, he's like, like, why pretend? Just write it down in their official law. He's all gay. Like, the, that's so... That's so funny. That's so funny I when you get attacked agree. on your own like, side. Like, the Catholic church should be pro-gay by now because they have so many numbers. 
if they gave themselves an honest audit of gay numbers in their group, whoo, it's gonna be a lot. It's a lot. It's of, gonna be a lot. It's a gay dude. But this I one, have I, a theory. This is what I wanted to. I wanted to link this into it. Okay, uh, kind of choppy, but uh, did you see this thing I sent and I put it on the white man's burden uh, page? Are you about the airplane? No, the uh, the Indian nuns. Oh. All these nuns during colonization, all these missionary nuns, they were, it's not it's not enough that they were just raping the local, you know, common folk and the poor and whatever. They were raping the nuns. These nuns were all getting it, dude. These they had nuns, to these like, fucking colonials like, had to get up and have like this. some Catholic too. bishop would come from fucking Britannia. They didn't just figuratively visit, visit rape the, it. They literally raped no, it. No, they these nuns were all just It's always a figurative raped, literal like dude, you know the Portuguese, that's how they took over places. They, they just, just yeah. they'd send a bunch the queen the first Queen Elizabeth, I think she's the one that came in and said this guys were being Oh, gross. is Oh, Elizabeth Elizabeth. This is gross. Not yeah, the, the Elizabeth first. Spanish queen who I think like, she's uh, the first one cuz all of Europe was like, yeah, this like just this rape and walk in is great. They're savages, because, yeah. Because you just dude, the, the, the Portuguese the priests know, the the church knows, but they're part of it too. They're like it's for Christianity. It's okay. A little rape is How how de for how, how dehumanizing or like de like how how what well, what We've been this through this in other episodes. They don't count them human. It's yeah, they human. don't. They don't. It's just fauna and flora. They it's just the local resources. Don't. Yeah. Oh, I had an old joke, but it's part of the other thing. Uh, <laughs> the the best the best guy getting caught. I'm gonna come right back to this though. Yeah. The best guy getting caught for being gay though. My favorite. My favorite is on Fox News. They had the pastor. They had this pastor who was like super homophobic, and he had a church for kids. He was on. He was oh, on Jesus no. Camp. Oh no! Have Those you seen Jesus worst. Camp, the documentary? Those are like where you get fucked. No, no, no. But he didn't. He. I have he, seen the documentary. Yeah, yeah. So, so he was the guy in that. That he's like. He just, dude. Some of these guys are just fire shots I gave people for no reason, man. Like yeah. nobody was even talking. Like he would be in the middle of a, a sermon. He would be in the middle of a sermon. They're talking about nothing, just prosperity, all happy, fun stuff. And then he just cuts in and he goes, he says something about like, and sinners will will be left behind. That includes you too, you gays. Like he just threw it in. Oh my god. For no reason. Like he didn't. He could have said you too, you murderers. That yeah. especially you, 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 you thieves. Like he could have said that. He did. He just did like a, something about sinners, and then for no reason, just threw a shot at gay people like like that, right? So anyway, this guy, of course, he gets caught with a gay prostitute drug dealer. So the gay prostitute drug dealers on Fox News and the people on Fox, I guess they can't imagine. Like they're kind of asking him, like, so uh, he paid you to perform sexual activities uh, on him, and the gay prostitute goes. No, no, uh, he did everything. He, like, sucked my dick. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> that was the best part. It was my favorite. But he, it didn't, he didn't say it in such explicit language. But it was basically, he's on he was on Fox News. And Fox News people are like, you know, they're thinking like a straight guy, I guess. <laughs> so they're like, he paid you. <laughs> so he paid, and then what did he do to you? And the guy's like, do to me? Like, no, he was doing everything. He was the bottom. He uh, was getting it. He was getting it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. he paid me to, to throw it in him. And the people at yeah. Fox are like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that happens on The Sopranos a lot, too. Like, like when they discovered one of their guys was gay, it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, he was sucking the security guard's dick in the uh, parking, like, on the job site. He was sucking the security guard's dick. And he's like, 
wait, wait, wait. He was sucking his dick? I know. Like, for a second, they wouldn't have been okay with it, but, it, like, to they them, They almost made... would have been okay if, like, he's just getting blowjob from yeah. a dick. They wouldn't have even been almost. okay, but, like, 50%. Yeah. Yeah. 50%, yeah like, it would have been... That's what I mean. Like, they're already in such a bad place with this person, it was and then you took it to another level. It was, like... It's so funny to me. They assumed, they so assumed that he's, get, he's getting his... He was getting his dick sucked. Yeah, surface. like it's it, dude. These Fox News anchors were just like, boom, like their brains brains exploded. Like, he was. They like, were like, wait, he was sucking your dick? Oh god! Like, he was I, like, like they didn't know what not to a do. picture. Like they like literally, <laughs> like he was sucking his dick. <laughs> he sucked, he, wait, he's a made guy. Dude, the guys on Fox were just like, oh my god, because in pastor, their world, <laughs> the this guy's a pastor. In their world, it's like this guy's a fucking. Mafia. He's a G. Gee, yeah, like he's he, a top level dude. He, he makes the most money. He represents them on the <laughs> like, street. He's sucking a security. He, it's almost maybe they uh, didn't say this on the show, but it's almost even worse that it's a security guard too. Yeah. Like maybe it's like, oh, he he went and met up with a powerful guy in uh, powerful mafioso from San Francisco, and dude, they sucked this... each other's dick. That would at least be like, well, they're powerful men, or they do stuff. But the guy, the the drug dealer prostitute, he was uh, it, it wasn't part of the upper class. I'll say that it was just a guy like you could he could be homeless. I don't know like he could, like I don't want to be a classist here. Mm -hmm. He didn't look like well off. He didn't look like a high end. Like it didn't look like he went to some high end shit. Mm -hmm. It was just a guy who sold coke and it was a gay dude. Dude, I honestly think it was a it was a gay drug dealer. I don't think he was even like actually a prostitute. I think they just met up somehow, yeah, and the guy's, the guy's like, "I'll pay you." And the guy's like, "Hey, um, I'll give you fifty bucks if you let me suck your dick." And I think this guy's like, "Shit, okay." It's like yeah. you got you got one hundred fifty, one hundred fifty. I'll let you suck my dick. And the guy's like, "Okay," and you're like, "Okay, sure." And then he just goes on some news show, and he's like. No, no, he was he he sucked my dick, and then the people on the new show like boom, they like, lost it. They were like they're like they're, oh they're, my god, I they couldn't. This guy was a Christian. <laughs> he was a priest. He's a Christian. It's so funny this? that you can just make it so much worse for them. Oh my god! Like it was bad enough, but anyway, let's get back to the the colonial nuns though. Well, I mean, they got raped. They got raped big time. They got pressured into sex by the priests. A lot of them were the European priests who come over. Yeah. You got your – it's like, you know, over at the Vatican, they're like, oh, yeah, cushy setup. I'm going to India. You know, I got I got my salary. The way bigger place in India that they give me. And, yeah, there's all these priests too. We'll recruit some younger girls from the poor village. You know, we'll make Dude. them – we'll initiate them for the, it's, for the Lord. It's almost like – It's almost it's like, like two priests are doing an Eiffel Tower on a fucking yeah. – Girl, well, think, they're like, ah, for the Lord, you savage. Think about how smart they are, man. I feel like, because think about it, smarter. Like, this is terrible. I mean, for a sociopath, smarter. They're like Nabobs because, in the Catholic world. In the Catholic in, world. In because, the but, world. But just think about it like this. By the, the way, the Nabobs, rest of the Europeans. Nabobs is like the term they gave to like uh, British sort of rulers of India who just became fat and bloated. in the, in the back When they went back to England, like they'd make fun of them. They'd be like, oh, you're a Nabob. You're yeah. a dandy boy. It literally, but like, fuck it. He's making his money. Literally, literally, they could have been named Bob. Like, it could have been like, uh, one, one of them's name was like Clive, Clive Richards or Clive Owen or something like that. And he was like just a, a CEO of the East India Company and then like they, he just became the king of a spot he just yeah. became like I'm the because eventually because eventually they stopped telling the Indians who their next puppet ruler is and just were like yeah I'm just gonna rule this like yep. yeah Joe Joe, you're uh, the Nawab so, of, uh, so you're the Nawab you're called. the Nawab and then in England they're like oh, these even nabobs. back then they were like this piece of shit whether like, they, they were really had the title or were just like the real power in that province through military or whatever it's like yeah you're the ruler like yeah you're the you ruler. little kingdom in India and then go 
goes back to England, has a mansion, and then all the people in England are like, this guy's an asshole. It's and like they a- made fun of him because they'd, you know, they'd, they spent like 10 years in India being rich with Indian shit, and then he puts a bunch of Indian, like, expensive shit, like fine shit from India. Uh, he decks his house out like that. Yeah. And they were a little bit like, oh, he certainly has gotten a bit Eastern, hasn't yeah. he? Uh. Some of them would just become, some of them were just rich business guys who would start dating like an Indian girl. Yeah. And be like, I've become a Hindu. No, yeah. you see, but what we're doing is all wrong. I, the, the Hindu ways of ch- helping my whatever. He's just trying to get up in that pussy. He's getting that pussy dog, for sure. Sometimes you, sometimes you get a pussy and then, and then like you convert, like uh, I can't believe Genghis Khan. You know why Genghis, like he had one of the most openly religious like he conquered everyone, but he was like, just be whatever religion you want. Yeah, you're just part of that was because uh, he he fell in love with one of these Muslim women. The Muslims and she, have beautiful women. Beautiful women. You gotta cut that scene in there. The Muslims have beautiful women. King one of, of the his Kyber rifles. We, we gotta put that scene. We right gotta here. put that scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a banger right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but 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 uh, <clears throat> Muslims. The Muslim women are quite beautiful. So yeah, he married uh, or one of his sons married one, and she was like, come on, just let me be Muslim. Dude, it Islam could. Ca- ca- survive uh, i don't know like it it, it it it's it's spread over even a little bit because of that did i show you that scene in uh the romanovs have you seen the romanovs no in the first episode of the romanovs there's a scene where it's like this old aristocrat aristocratic woman she's russian but she like lived in paris her whole life has this beautiful like multi-million dollar paris apartment it's like a house in paris but it's an apartment um, and she's talking to her new live-in caregiver, who's this Algerian woman, and she's like the best caregiver they have. But she's talking shit to her all day, and she's like, "I don't want you. You're a terrorist." Like, just giving her shit. And at one point, so this girl brings her breakfast, and she's like, "Is this poisoned? Like, taste it first, blah blah." blah. And then she's like, "Do you know? You know, it would have it would have all gone differently if it wasn't for the Battle of Tours. But that's when we stopped you. Yeah, the Battle of Tours. We stopped you. We killed you dead in your tracks." And you know what we did to celebrate? We took your flag. The 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 she she's like we took the the crescent, the the symbol of your flag. And then she raises her croissant and she's like and we baked it into a little cake. And every morning when we wake up, we celebrate by eating breakfast. And she's like such Yo, a French? crazy The French were vicious, dog. They still are. I mean, look if you look at um the French national anthem, just go yeah. find it with English subs. And then where's their it's fascist? Literally, it's literally like citizens, form your battalions, na, 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 na. and then it's like, May the blood of their children <laughs> sow our Dude. fields. Like it's literally like we're gonna You're making it sound like a like a like a punk rock banger. You're making it sound no, like no, an no, emo like, punk banger song. You know, I can't sing it to the tune No, but that's actually very like, funny. It's like literally like there will slit their throats and the blood will sow our fields. <laughs> like, like, do you have the time no, like, to, do, 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 to listen to me? No, but that's that'd be so funny. That's so funny that our punk rock, like it's that song. We've sung it a million times. We killed everyone else. Like the blood of their children on our fields. Like it's harsh, dude. And think about it, that's kids singing that every morning in France. The blood of their the blood children. Of their children. <laughs> what kind of what kind of national mentality are you gonna have? 
Dude, they're right? yeah, no, they they racial tension is huge in France. Yeah, no, they're dicks, dude. Man. You can go be there as a, I mean, like fucking Oprah. Did you did you know like this is years ago now? But do you remember when Oprah got not in trouble? But fuck these French. Do you dude. remember what happened to Oprah? Fuck them. Oh my god, I'm so mad right now. What the fuck did they do to Oprah? So god Oprah, damn it! What did they do to Oprah? This is years ago, but she's still like a billionaire at this point. Like she is rich, <sighs> I, rich, rich. These rich. fucking French need it, to die. It doesn't matter to them how rich she is because to them they just see a black dude. So, or black girl. So uh, she's on the Champs Elysees. She's in the like high fashion district or whatever. No. And she's uh, she's looking at shit in like one of these stores. And they fucking like got security on her. They had security like following around. No, like, she wanted. They no. wanted to like check her bag. They followed Oprah around like she yeah, was they, like. She thought she they thought she was like a shoplifter because they don't have many black people come in there. These Frenchies they need to stop. Like black people walk. Yo, I'm into putting that, it, I'm putting this on Instagram. Doc. Black people walk into that uh, into that fucking store. They they think they're shoplifters. They probably I mean because of the society there, they probably are shoplifters, or they at the very least can't afford to buy anything. No, 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 dude. They have the same cultures here where uh, if a no, black guy more, goes into hyper, a, into into a into a variety store, the owner just follows them around. Yeah. And just it's follows like them around. It's like in Compton. Have you seen uh, don't, uh, Menace in South Central? It really happens. And then Don't Be a Menace in, uh, yeah. in, while drinking juice in the hood or whatever. Like this parody. Yeah. It's like, you pay now. You pay now. Yeah, it's a Korean. I dude. feel sorry for your mom. Dude, the worst is when Indian people come and diss them. Uh, because, dude, yeah, that's Korean Indian people too. Indian, dude, my co- my Indian uh, cousins in the States that own stores, they come and tell these bragging stories about how like, oh, black guy come? And I said, no, fuck you, man. You get out. And then the guy- Did looked, he steal or he just wanted to buy something? No, like he was trying to steal. Okay. And this guy was like, fuck you, man. I called police. I don't get Like he just like fought <laughs> back and then the guy left. But it's- like full of racism. Oh yeah. Like it's just full of like. Well, fucking... they're the same people who used to be the store owners in, uh, in fucking Tanzania and shit. Or where was that? Where was Uganda? Oh, body, Uganda. Yeah, they got. Yeah, yeah. They're, now they have a convenience store in in, Amer- <laughs> in the American in Harlem or something. Dude, this is what I tell people. It's like I was saying this. This is where we got where we first got into this rant. Is basically the whole like for just forget about the past, forget about like whatever happened before. It's, it's like in India, there, there used to be a caste system. Everyone that was rich is still rich. Everyone that's poor is still poor. They talk about the poor people the same way as the Republicans talk about whatever. But that can even be applied to all the countries. So you look at which country and 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 just races of people and also and but just, but countries for sure. Like where you look at everyone that came out of colonialism. You look at the Vietnam War even. It starts with the French being like, we're not leaving. This is our shit. We're not going to just go home now, right? So now the French and the Americans traumatize this country just to be like, who's going to keep being rich off of this? Yeah. You don't get to be rich off of it. Or, but then if the Russians get rich off of it, we can't let them get It's like, what is this? Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's crazy how, like, on the one hand, people look at themselves and they go... Because people really do think this, like, get, just get over the past or whatever, right? Like, people right. really feel like that. Right. And in our own lives, like, we do have to take responsibility for our lives, and but we can't thing, do you're that. You're not over it. You're not over it. Like, no, anyone who says, oh, I'm over it, it's like, I bet you 9 out of 10, they're from a position of when that uh, helped them, and they're still in a position where they're being helped yeah. from the legacy. Oh, it's mostly that those like, people. It's like the super rich, like like one percent are being like get over it it's like no you're not over it you're fully living in it 
everything you have is like helped because of it. Yeah. So you're not over it. But then what about all the middle class and like just coming into the middle class people? There's a lot of those. Like I'm ta- that's who I'm talking to that are saying get over it. It's middle class guys, white and brown, that are basically saying I made like, mine. I made it. Why can't these idiots make yeah, it? Yeah, but you But what they don't understand the is that we're, we're the rich kids of the world though. If we look at the world, yeah. We are like like I understand even if you were that a bum here you'd still like way better than a bum in Calcutta. Sure, but they, but but you're not even a bum. Like you're middle class. No, I'm Canadian. saying like let's say you're homeless here. If you're homeless here, you're, yeah, ho- yeah, yeah. you're yeah. way you have something. Anyway, this this whole thing of like of like get over it. I agree with it if you're middle class and up in North America. If you're middle class and up or just middle class and up anywhere. But it's so hard to say to poor people no, but like it's still it's 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 the legacy of the trauma like traumas passed down through DNA. That's what they're discovering now. And I know mm-hmm. we've, I've said this before. I'm a big believer of this. So, but like okay, like it just having the money isn't the only way to show success. Like oh, just because you're rich or have middle class, okay, then you should be over it. It's like you still have like this deep seated pain. You still have anxiety. There's a lot of things that people don't see based on your materials that you still go through, and it's still like not. It's not gonna heal until it really heals. Like we need that. You know, it's just yeah. okay. It's like okay, like we could say, uh, I'm and obviously I, I've grown up with uh, rich people, uh, Jewish people who are not rich like many times, and like you know, what I mean, it's all oh, all Jews are rich. Like not true. There's plenty of them who are struggling just like everyone else, and you know whatever. So I know whatever. It's it's both, but like f- thankfully through really hard work and doing a lot of like uh, you know like over the time like suffering. Jewish people in Canada have been able to do pretty good. You know what I mean? Like generally speaking, they're not among like some of the poorest yeah. uh, people. But to me, they're so like- okay. So would you say like, oh, now that they have money, like get, they should be over it? It's fine. They got money. It's like, no, there's still a lot of like tension. Like I know uh, friends. Uh, one friend is a lesbian girl. Uh, when we were growing up in, uh, how, oh, not growing up when she was growing up in Halifax, like she couldn't be open, right? Yeah. And when we were going to Dalhousie, like. I, her parents have this huge house in fucking the richest part of Halifax. The rich, rich, like I'm talking about like high end rich, big money, whatever. Everything should be good. But they still have all this like tension and like they. Yeah, like, they're miserable. Her my daughter's like a my mom. lesbian and they like hate it. And they're like, ah, yeah. Ah, like my mom's so miserable that I'm not married. All that. That's past debt. Like yeah. that was like put on from like times of like their maybe not their direct family but their people having to leave their home and getting killed and getting slaughtered and having this and having that happen to them and like not getting in and she can't just go be an actress or whatever because they're like they'll never let jews get into that like they'll never like <laughs> a jew in hollywood it'll never work I mean, that's a horrible example but like they'll no but they'll they never, say that they, i mean they used to be barred for a long time they had to fight their way into that too yeah that's you know why I mean? that's why they run it because other people th- no actually i heard that they they, they or the first owners in Hollywood. They kind of started Hollywood. the older, yeah. rich, white people thought it was a scummy business. Yeah. So they're like, let the Jews do it. And then they made it, like, hot. And then now they're like, oh, now everyone, like, they run Hollywood. They're not letting it. Oh, it's like, that's... Yeah, of course, man. They're David, take care of their David, what a nice... No, picture. but this passed down trauma you're talking about, it's not... It's DNA, but they... Like, I feel like with Jewish people, with my mom, um, <clears throat> there's... their older generation... Like, they don't get these Canadian stories that we get. That, like... Everyone can be happy, whatever. They're at five, seven years old. They're being told like, and then this is where all our, our whole family got murdered. But that's why we can never forget and we have to fight back. So like, I think with Jews, I think they're told from such a young age that like, it could, they'll turn on us. They'll turn on us. They turned on us there. 
Mm-hmm. They turned on us there. They could turn on us. So you better watch it, man. Mm-hmm. You gotta be careful. You gotta like, you know. And my and my mom has that. Be with your own, dude. My mom, blah, blah. my mom. I was telling this as a, I was telling this to a bunch of comics, and they're like, they didn't. I, I they were, they were, they thought it was a joke, but I wasn't even saying this as a joke. But my mom, she would, when I was growing up, she'd be like, oh, you better not, you better save this. There could be a drought. Like she used to say when we were kids, there could be a drought. Yeah. You know how bad a drought is? People will die in front of us. People will starve to death. Better save it. <laughs> like she's we're hiding in Canada, money. Where we have all the water, there won't be a drought. But there's not gonna be a drought. But still they don't know. Instilled in them. And it's the '70s, so like people are. So they were like these people. They, they don't like us. Maybe like they think that white people aren't gonna. Like, that's take, the part that are gonna be mean. Maybe. Even with money and material success, you still can't get over so fast. It takes a long time. But on the other side, it's like okay, if you weren't the population getting fucked over, you were the population who was getting like the bounty and getting everything given to you and everything was like plentiful you still need another fucking 100 200 years to just not feel like you just get everything you know what i mean yeah there's that trauma too you're gonna be so sad not trauma but it's like you're like you just you're like what what do you what do you mean i can't just walk in and have everything be me like i'm me like look at me it's like well i'm white i don't get to be rich yeah i don't get to be rich (laughs) Those people have it the worst. Those not the worst, but those people I really do feel bad for. The poor white people. I've dated, I've, I've dated some white poor girls. White people just get fucked from every angle. I've, I've dated some white girls that'll, like, that'll I don't get. I have any of this privilege. They'll, they'll get fuck? it. Yeah, they're fucked. No, but sometimes they think they have it. Like I've dated. I, I've known some white girls that are like, they'll get into a credit card debt and they're like, I just pay this back. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you gotta pay that back. Like it's almost like it doesn't. It's like it's like this is too that hard for just me. Like dumb, yeah. It, they're just like not good with. They're just not good with money, but they're also just like. They almost have this like, um, like why don't I get to just have what I want? Like what I gotta pay it back? What? It's like such a sad point in a lot of people and a lot of people's lives, man. Debt, like it hurts people. It's a it's a pain to just climb out of it. Mm-hmm. So anyone that gets in debt almost has this like, was I that bad? <laughs> like it, this is too hard. I gotta pay this back. It's like so yeah. much work to pay it back. I mean, look, this is the real thing of like, oh, don't get over it. Get over it. If you really want shit to get over, you have to dismantle some parts of like the system. And we refuse to like, honestly, man, I was not a Republican. Like, I and, and I don't mean this in an American way. I mean, in Canada, like if you call yourself a Republican and same with England, it means like someone who wants to not have the monarchy anymore. Ooh, high level, pol- high level political vandal. I, I grew up like being OK with the concept of the queen or whatever. And even before we started this podcast, but especially since the po- like before the podcast, I thought about it a little. But now that we do the podcast and I look more into it, I'm like, honestly, we need to not have the monarchy anymore. We need to get rid of that in Canada. You need to give that diamond back, motherfuckers. No, no, like, like England abolishing it, I think they should too. But whether they do or don't, Canada needs to say in a very nice, peaceful way, we're still friends with England, everything. We are no longer a constitutional monarchy. It's not good enough. We need to be our own free country. Does this cost us money to be part of their shit? Like, it what does cost the- a little bit of money. Whether it costs or we give it as a gift, either way, we we gotta throw her parties when she comes. Still, oh, we we gotta throw like a million dollar fucking. The second thing. they come, everything that happens is our payroll and the security and the this and the that. It's a lot of money, dude. It's a lot of money. But even if it wasn't, man, it's money for nothing. It's a big hoopla, like for nothing. And then honestly, forget about all that and the money. We can't heal until we get rid of it. Like the nat for the natives, man. If we're going to do anything for the natives, one of the first things we should do is separate and be, and that's because we almost want to be like, whatever happened in the past is past. 
and we're going to work for this new future. But we're not at all because we're not the past. We're still the same fucking... Uh, the same fucking monarchy that came over and was like, this is now my land in the name of England. Like, we still have that system in place. Well, we, we still own it. And what's happening right now with the natives is so much crazier because it's still the RCMP that's doing it. The RCMP, although they uh, take care of security federally and they, you know, have other uses and do other things, counterterrorism, whatever, their, their invention, their creation was completely created to take land and to, to to disrupt the natives, to fuck with the natives. Like, basically, they were created to kill, subdue, pacify, and, 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 and take from the natives. That's why they were created. That's their mandate. That's like That's a, lot of the, mandate. a lot of the police forces in the States, their first job, like when you it go was back. The overseer, yeah. Is their first job was to, was to get Slave slaves. Slave catcher, overseer. Slave catcher, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why it's different here too. It's like our police system, like not the RCMP, but our police police had that serve and protect. It's like an English Bobby style, like maintain order and peace on the streets. And yeah, whatever. some hooligans. Theirs was literally to, to, to catch slaves and to oversee their work process. That's why it's still so fucked crazy like that you know what i mean the rcp like i i'm a hippie but i i dude i care about the symbols man i believe the symbols tap into some sort of freudian fucking arc it's Jungian like archetypes you know what i mean we you believe in stuff dude we can't have the the symbol of the fasci you told me about this fascist symbol congress it's in can't have it used everywhere and speaking of the french earlier is it on their it's It's on their second they use a lot it's their it's their uh, second most common used thing like when they start singing their and their blood will spill dude it's everywhere it's not hard to find it it's not just because of vichy france legacy either it's just it was there that's why they went Vichy so easily. That's why it was no problem. That's why Marie Le Pen could win any day now. Like every oh, time they were down closer, with fascists, they were down. They fascists. were down. At least half of them were like so quick to be part of it. Like, oh, oh daddy, Marshall, Marshall Patin, daddy like, oh. here. Yeah, daddy. dude. Like I believe in these symbols. So this Royal Canadian Mounted Police, like. I don't want royal anything here anymore. I don't want it because you know what? Damn, we need fuck. to heal. Like, bro, Jamaica even was like the other day was like uh, in the next few years we're going to transition and we're no longer going to be a constitutional monarchy. Jamaican president was like, time a come. Like, <laughs> we don't have the balls? Come on, man. Hey, queen, your time come. Why are we this like little good boy, good boy? Like, no. No hard feelings. I'm not saying let's be enemies with England, but we don't. We can't have a king. Give or queen back anymore. the diamond. We can't have a king or queen. What's anymore. next, Bandit? Then we're gonna be knocking on the museum door saying, "Give back the hope diamond." But only, only then, when we fully have that gone, then we can be like, "Yeah, what happened under the Queen's rule was like that." Canada, it was a not good for natives. Canada, we're a new country. We're gonna fucking put like I don't know the five percent of them that's left like. Give them five votes each. I don't know. Like, figure something out. Like, have, like, a sort of veto system for them. There's people have, working like, on this. Have, like, a power-sharing thing where, like, okay, the prime – you know how, like, right now when the prime minister is elected, 
she has to uh, go to the uh, governor general's house. And the governor general is like, the queen has instructed me to instruct you to form her government in Canada. Like, you have to do that little <laughs> yeah, tiptoe no, thing, right? It's like, I know, with I've heard permission, about that. Why the don't queen we have, grants you. Why don't we have to fucking go knock on a fucking el the, uh, the main chief elder? By the Lord's right, you no, like, get to live. No, no, there, there should be like some chief elder person in Canada who has you know, a part of the decision-making process and the fucking prime minister has to, like, check everything by her or him or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have you ever seen... How come there's nothing like that? The most we'll do is say, you can have your little land and you can you can do whatever you want in that land even though we're gonna fucking flood it with corrupt officials and just give one guy the money and let him... Like, it's like, when they give one guy the money and let him spend it all, piss it away, and his band has nothing, like, his tribal group has nothing... Yeah. No services. They don't give a fuck about that. They don't. They just say, "Oh well, we gave it to them, and that's how." Come we, on, you just put a corrupt leader. It's like when uh, they go like, "Hold on," but they're like, it's their immunity. That's how they decide to do it. Who are we to say? It's like, no, 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 no. You no. fucked them over forever. You told them what to do. You set up this shitty system, yeah. and then at the last minute, you're gonna say, "Oh well, it's their choice." It's like the World Bank giving like a dictator a loan. It's like, come on, man, they're it's, all gonna suffer because you gave this fuck a loan. Well, it's his country. He can do. Well, it. Uh, now you guys are all in debt because this piece of sh this uh, sociopath we gave him a billion dollars to make surprise, a bridge. Surprise, he didn't make it. Oh, he's rich now? He yeah, signed that's all your... over the resources to your NGO conglomerate buddies. Oh, what a coincidence. Oh, yeah. That's you know what I mean? Oh, he let I your casinos about that. roll in. And then even the little they have, they're taking more now. Anytime they want a pipeline or whatever right now, they're doing it again. Yeah. They're taking their land again. Again and again. It's not enough. And then, oh, but it's, oh, the RCMP. Like, can we at least get rid of these stupid royal, this royal assumption? Because then it's like, we don't want to take... Blame for it. Oh, it's the can I, it's like, Yeah, yeah. We're only our own country when it suits us, and well, we only care about natives when it suits us. They took their children, Amish, till 1996. They that was the RCMP, like plucking their kids out, forcing them in these uh, Christian schools where they're getting raped and beaten and fucking all this shit till 1996. But now all of a sudden, when their kids are committing suicide and don't have fucking drinking water and all this shit, oh, but we can't do anything. That's their own sovereign territory. We can't do anything there. Fuck wow. you. If anything, you need to take their kids again. Just give them a real good education this time. Like, it's like almost like don't stop taking their kids. Just give them a real. I mean, obviously, don't do that. But like give their kids after high school a chance to fucking live for free in a big city for five years, like all paid as just like a. Integration Damn, process. Vanda, you're a radical, and you, you. This is a banger rant you just put out, and this reminds me of the first time when you told me. Yeah. Speaking of decolonizing mind, the first time you told me uh, there should be a vacation for every background, every ethnic background should every, get their their days off of work. Should be stat hall day stat for hall everyone day. too, not just for them. Yeah, and I'm like, who's gonna do the work? Yeah, communists. What better way yeah, to bring lefty? the whole country together? All of a sudden, you got all these white guys being like, "Oh, I love a good Diwali." How do you say Diwali? Diwali. Diwali. Yeah. yeah. They're like, "Oh, Diwali's my favorite." You know, don't tell my priest that, but I love it when it's Diwali. Oh my god! I <laughs> don't tell my priest. They're not going to church anymore. Yeah, no one goes to church. <laughs> they go just for Christmas. Christmas and Easter. But yeah, we'll all go to each other's shit all the time. Yeah, we'll just go to each other's stuff. Yeah. Dude, why not? Come to the Hindu one. Yeah, it's dude, fun. It's, fun. <laughs> it's cute. Pick up. They think it's so cute. Like, even when I took uh, these guys. So, I, oh, I should plug uh, my Bollywood Monster Mashup shows that are coming up this summer. Vanda's going to be on one of them. Yeah. I'll have dates for that soon. Brampton and Mississauga. Banger shows. And he puts. So, so it's like this Indian festival. And I took. Uh, this year I took Paul. Paul and Morgan. And Ernie. And Ernie. I took all three of them. 
I didn't realize how much you guys would love just this Bollywood little experience. Like, it was just, they thought it was the greatest thing on earth. I bet. Like, they're comics. They're supposed to be making fun of, like, white people getting all goofy over shit. They got goofy like that. They They were like, oh, my God, it's Bollywood? They're like, "Uh, Amish, Amish, uh, someone's wearing a sari. (laughs) Oh, my God, this is great. (laughs) Like, they were just running around like goofy kids. You're like, yeah, it's Brampton. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Oh, and there's the the booze was free, too. Nice. And then they had, like, photo booths and... Yeah, just I like, saw the photo. I saw you guys do the Just photo. like Bollywood stuff that like if uh, other Indian people are like, eh, cool. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. it's kitschy. Yeah. It's kitschy, it's cute, whatever. But these guys went crazy. They, they loved it. They loved it. Eh? No, no, you guys are all going to come this year. You're going to come for the, yeah, to yeah. that party for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, You gave me one day, but you just got to double check when it is. Or yeah, June 1st. June 1st should be the day of the Brampton show. It's going to be cool. a banger. Sure. Cool. But yo, great rant, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a banger. Maybe we got to put that on the gram too, dude. That's a banger, and no, you're right, man. And you really no, like, do care okay, about these things, and okay, you look into they them. They say, oh, they have free education, free university. No, that depends on if the guy in the band didn't fucking blow it all. Otherwise, they're like, oh, sorry, your guy spent it. There's nothing for you. So that's a lie, number one. It should be like you should have some sort of like you know how you you get paid really well if you want to join the military and for five years they pay your school whatever. They should have like a native system, yeah. native program set up where it's like after school you need to get out of your reserve and integrate with like Canada, give you some Canadian experience. You choose where you want to go. There's like a there's you could go to Halifax, Toronto, Montreal, whatever. We'll give you two, three years to fucking have an apartment, whatever, and just like figure it out. There's school. You can go to school. You can join the army. That's how a lot of the funding will come because the army will be like, well, you could join us or you could go to school. You could do this, whatever. Yeah. Just integrate so you don't have to – because all they know is they're reserved. All they know is like – you know, and there's some nice reserves. They got their money or whatever. But most of the time, all they know is like pain, poverty. We live in a country where I grew up seeing every single person from around the world. I mean, I'm spoiled. I'm in Toronto. But you go to Halifax, there's at least Lebanese, Indians, Filipinos, the Dutch, like everyone, you know, people. Yeah. But you grow up on a reserve, you're only going to know natives your whole life. And most of them aren't going to be doing too well. So all you're going to, it's like being in the segregated ghetto in the States. And by the way, I mean, post-segregation, still segregated because that's a whole other thing. They kind of keep them in certain areas. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you just grow up in the hood, let's say, and you only know pain, poverty, drug dealing, prostitution, maybe two guys get out of it. You're probably not going to get out. Like you're probably fucked. Yeah. And that's what's man. happening I mean, to the that's, natives, man. That's what, that's when, when people are saying like, get over it, just get over the past. It's like, if you're middle class and Fine, up. I'll get over it. Are you going to fix my teeth? For are you. you my you, kids teeth yeah like like but it's one thing to say like, like, like with care? your middle class like upbringing so you're just thinking of yourself and other lazy people that you know you're not thinking about this you're not thinking about like victims of uh, you're that, thinking who's... of like oh they have money so get over it it's like yeah but you didn't think about like his dad getting turned down for jobs because of his last name when the rev- fucking hand in a resume and they're like oh like not like not Nahasa Pina Petalon obviously that's Simpsons <laughs> made up but it's like Manjula Jibadaba, like what I'm making shit up, but you know what <laughs> I mean. I like I like give it like a fake African last name. Is it you Indian I mean? first name, African whatever, last name? Saeed Kardar, Vandad Kardar. Like it doesn't, you know. Maybe in Toronto they're like, oh Vandad, where's that from? But like in fucking Winnipeg or something, or in fucking yeah. Dallas, they're like Vandad. Or even that? when my parents came in the '70s, it was like that here too. Yeah, people were weird for initially. sure. It it took '80s, '90s. It takes a it while. takes like so many coming. 
so many come and then it, and then there's a little bit of like well don't say shit there's too many of them now but then also like oh okay i know a couple they're cool like, yeah once it takes time it's like see, we're this tribal. Is why we need the sad holidays because once you'll know them yeah, you have to well, have a little festival to hey, get everyone festival's together. festival's paying me. I'm going to know what it's about. They're going to yeah. teach in school or whatever. I'm going to go. Okay, now you know a bunch of them. Everyone's fucking chill. Everyone's celebrating each other's shit. You know what I mean? But the, the interesting thing you're saying about this indigenous rant that you went on, the in- interesting thing there, too, it's it kind of applies to Middle East and maybe applies to even the, the, the ghetto. I'm saying that with quote-unquote in, in sure. America. Um, it, 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 it might be so much cheaper to just build a school, then drop a bomb, brother. Oh, like that's like so cliche. Done the math on that's like this. so cliche that I I, I want to like put on an accent when I say cheaper. it. Uh, my brother, it is, dude. We can it's just like Mincom, man. Have Mincom so you don't need yeah. like ODing in hospitals and fucking even Milton Friedman. Milton Friedman was like, yeah, just give him money. It'll just the economy. Look, this economy is kind of pretend. It's not even kind of. It's like kind of. <laughs> now we're getting really ranty, but yeah. there's no gold standard, baby. There hasn't been a gold standard for a while. So it's all backed by the U.S. dollar, which is fine. It's fine in theory if the U.S. has money. But guess what? The U.S. is in trillions of dollars in debt. Yeah. So all the world economies, their primary reserve, like the thing that says like my money is actually worth something because I have X amount of value stored away to back it sure, up. Sure, sure. Yeah. It's backed in U.S. dollar. So if they're all backed in U.S. dollar, U.S. No. dollar is backed in fucking debt. Dude, we what are, is everyone's dollar backed on? We're they're living in the American shit. Empire. We're it's living in the American a, Empire, and we have to live on their standard of money. Like it's, that's it's based on the idea that America exists. That's the only thing that gives any of your money the almighty credit. American dollar. It's like, not we're even all the money backed they by have. the American it's dollar. Just, it's like it America exists, so this dollar is still good for something. Yeah. And then you can base your dollar off how much this is worth. Until that empire crumbles, we're on it's it's legit. But when that but, crumbles, it's gonna take everything away. What I, I was gonna say though, but without even having to get into the fake money thing, yeah. I'm even talking about like let's say when I when I say like uh like it could save money, it's like it's like um like the bomb. Okay, so yeah, that is like just reduced to like a such a short thing, like the bombs are cheap are more expensive than schools, but like there, like that. Think of the economy, like like the the capitalism. It needs the capitalism. It needs to go to war. Like this is taught in basic economics. Like for capitalism to work, first of all, it's never worked without slaves. Like you always need slaves, but you have to go to war all the time. So just think about this war. It's kind of a pretend economy. I mean, without even getting into the fakeness of the dollar. The mil- the U.S. military is a communist organization <laughs> because if communist? you think communist in the sense that there's no profit, it's a bunch of people doing shit and there's no profit and it's just we're just doing shit because someone said to do shit because a senator wants more jobs in his neighborhood. So right. he petitioned the government and now we're all going to go to Afghanistan for 10 years, whatever it's all. And then someone prints money and then it just it all happens and it boosts the economy and it's a good economy, right? So in that sense, even it's like it's like it's almost like if there was a business that was like, man, I, I, I've spent all this money, I've done this, whatever, and it's like, what, what's, did you make a profit? What's your return on investment? What's the return on investment of this U.S. military? Yeah, it's not like 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 right now, it's just we're keeping the world safe. What we like didn't they're even saying get that. the oil from Iraq? Like we don't even get the oil, right? And Afghanistan is sitting on like trillions of dollars worth of minerals and gold and shit under those Dude. mountains. No one even had. No one's in. Uh, Soldiers are just smuggling in their own cocaine. Did you see the article? The guy had two tons of cocaine in a oh, U.S. Yeah. military thing. Oh, they bring ha- hash and shit and heroin all the time. Yeah, yeah, and and so I I even think that's a little bit of a pretend economy. A lot of times, um, the U.S. government it's all like jobs, 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 and it's like just give them the money. But they're so obsessed with the idea of jobs. That a lot of the U.S. economy, I feel like, is a bunch of people digging holes and then a bunch of other people filling in the holes yeah. and we're paying them all. But it's like nothing's done. 
So if, if so, so I'm talking about U.S. military. Uh, the prison system is like this, where where it becomes profitable. Oh, the the healthcare well, system. The, the like prison this. system becomes profitable because they're creating future criminals. Like their recidivism rate is just like through the roof. Like they're out of yeah. jail and then they're in jail like very quickly. Yeah, and then also they're, they're, they're the convict. the guards they association. Vote. They can't this. They can't so, that. So apparently the guards association lobbies their government to mm-hmm. make it like okay, uh, put them in weed laws, make laws like a harsher sentence. Yeah, yeah. yeah get me more sure. kids. Yeah, they're the biggest reason. One of the biggest reasons that weed isn't fully becoming legal in the states is literally the prison lobbies being like, oh no, we're gonna see a dramatic. No. They're gonna lose like thirty percent of their new their first time vendors, vendors. Yeah. Like so, and that's a renewable. They count on that because those that wave of twenty percent a year becomes fifty percent of like the constant occupancy. Late capitalism, people. Yeah, it's gotta be. What is end, this? Man. This it's is your capitalism. Where's the profit bullshit. in this? This yeah. is nonsense. It's nonsense. This is what I mean. I mean, even without having there's to go to the fake for dollar. Few people like there's like. You can be the you okay, know, but I'm big talking about tycoon guy. I'm talking about if we want to talk about real capitalism, it's supposed to be a free market. There's no trickle trickle down. That it's supposed to be a free yet. market. But I'm t- even talking about this prison system. Like, who is at the end of the day saying thank you for providing a product? What's this product that you're delivering? My streets aren't safer. No, every, everyone's fucked from this prison system. Yeah. So it, even in their own rules, it's a made up little pretend system. Yeah. But they don't care because they live in a place with compounds and fucking armed guards at the gate and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just yeah, it's so it just seems like it would be so much cheaper, so much cheaper. They don't and, want it, and so much more fun and nice. They don't want it, dude. They can't enslave black people anymore, so they just threw them in jail. That's a big part of it, man. That's like the oh, get over it. It's like no, they love throwing them in jail. They love. It's like well, I mean. I can't just enslave them. I can't kill them openly, but uh, we can put a good population of them in jail and we won't have to deal with them. Yeah. It's like just compartmentalize. Like, I don't want to deal with them living in my area. I don't want that, but I can put them in jail and just, be, you know, ignore it. Yeah. It's fucked, man. It's fucked. It's so sad. But that's that's what we have to do with it. That's, that, that, that really is what we have to do with this podcast. We have to tell the people. Tell I think it's people. important work we're doing. Gotta tell you know, it's, it's, it's so much. There is... So many people, even even fuckonomics who I love, and they give they give us some shoutouts this week. Yeah, hard time. Uh, Matt Matt Seincombe and uh, Ryan Long, Danny Polchek, love them. But they think like that sometimes. I feel like you know that's what that's the argument that I always have when I go on their podcast. I we always argue about this, and they have a very like get over it attitude. And I'm like, come on, man. Let's take it easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. It might if, be cheaper. It might like, be easier. It's like to with just the help. natives. It's like okay, if it's get over it, then why are you still taking their shit? Like, yeah. what do you mean get over it? You get over it. Stop taking their shit. You're literally, like, they. Uh, these guys went to Trudeau. They disrupted his uh, campaign-style speech the other day. And they're, like, natives. And they're like, hey, well, I'm from there. You're taking the land right now. Did you ask us? Like, you don't have a treaty on that. Like, we have the deed. Do you have the title to it? And then he's like, oh, titles aren't how we do things anymore. It's what? like, what? Like, that's their whole basis of existence. And you're oh, my like, God. Oh, no. It's like, what are you, Israel? It's like all these people who still have the – that's the uh, – like I, one of the biggest refugee camps in uh, in Lebanon, there's like the gate to it is like a key because all the people who started living there like four generations ago and still live there, like they still hold the t- the, the lease Front and the key, key to their homes in, in the parts of Israel that like got taken from them. So like they're still like, you know, like one day we're just going to go and just like open the door back up. <laughs> 
Like that's <laughs> I mean in some cases those keys have stayed the same. Like they have the wow, key they have the title, a... but it's like, oh no, we don't do titles anymore. Like no one's accepting those titles. But they well, do. They literally own oh. the land. They have the title to it. But it's like, yeah, you know, who cares? You know what I was gonna say while we were talking about the Queen? Remember we were talking about how the Queen, like every time someone gets elected in, in a Commonwealth country, probably, but definitely in Canada, they have to go to a sur- the general. I was gonna say Surgeon General. What is it? The general Governor General. The Governor General. They have to go to the Governor General, and the Governor General has to be like, The Queen appoints you. By the God-given grace of the Queen, you may now make a government for Her Majesty. Like some some shit like this that our Prime Minister has to go do. What nonsense. But you know what it reminds me of? Have you ever seen The Quick and the Dead? Quick and the Dead. It's like the samurai. It's so good. It's so fucking. It's like this Western, like shootout movie. It's incredible. But basically, it's about this guy. Uh, this like the bad guy in it is uh, Gene Hackman, and he runs the town. Yeah. And he's basically like, you mess with me, and I'll kill you. Kind of like I, I will, will do a draw, and then I'll shoot you first. And, and like he's constantly showing them, like he's oppressing these people. Basically, he's showing them like I'm in charge here. But. The movie, halfway through, he does this banger monologue. Like, he does this monologue where he kills someone, and then and then everyone's, like, cheering for him. Everyone's, like, he, he gets mad at them for not cheering. Like, he kills a guy, and he's, like, what? No one's happy that I won? <laughs> and so everyone's cheering. Oh and then he does this banger monologue, Gene Hackman, where he's, like, the sun rises because I let it rise. Jesus. You you wake up because I let you. <laughs> like, it's such a banger monologue. It's so vicious. But these old, like, the queen gives you the right from the god, whatever. That's kind of what they're saying. They're basically yeah. saying you get to exist because the queen was kind enough. So pay homage. So now the queen allows you to. The queen is requesting. Like, they just made it a little polite. But it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, like, why do we have to ask permission of anything? Permission? Fuck off. <laughs> like, oh, they appoint you. Oh, it's her royal. It's the the. Everything's just Her Majesty's so and so in Canada. Like, take yeah. that away, man. Like, someone was telling me this wasn't even my idea, but someone was telling me until we really get rid of the crown, we can't uh, really start healing with the natives, no matter how hard we try. Yeah, that's it's just because it's like, buddy, still, I'm sold. You've been saying it all. Like, you, you, I you, believe it. You, you, you've, you've, you've done a banger rant. I, I love it. Like, uh, I'm, I, I'm with you. It's just, it's just we can't because we can't move. Pa- like, you know, it's not me, but it's I'm still part of it. Like, you know I, how many people are like, they hear a land acknowledgement and they start rolling their eyes? Dude. I'm like, easy. Dude, I, I can hear the rolling of your so eyes. I, ju- all I just of you. started uh, this chorus at George Brown, right? Yeah. Because uh, I've been doing comedy for about six years now. The next V Daddy show, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is February 7th, 7 p.m. at Comedy Bar. Yeah, stage. yeah, yeah. Come. Uh, I'll tell you who the headliner and stuff is Get later it. when I know. But, uh,. But anyway, so I've been doing shows for six years, and now I'm doubling down. I have I have all this free time during the day. I'm doing a fucking two-year course on special event management at George Brown, right? I'm wow. doubling down. I got to learn good. how to do this stuff. My first class of the day was marketing for special events. Boom. Helped me with a show that I did later that week. Like, already learning. But I have an elective, Amish, and I took an elective. Uh, it's called Hope and Hardship, a, later, a Labor History of Immigration to Canada. Right, oh. right at the beginning, my fucking teacher is a radical. I don't know. Oh, I love. Oh it. my god, man, is oh, in love. Man, is love. Oh my god. No, no, no. I look. I don't want to out anyone, and I, she hasn't said this. None of my business. If I were to, not that I have any right to, but if I were to just randomly assume, I would think she might be uh, a member of the LGBT sort of community. But I don't know. I don't know. That's just the vibe I got. But whatever. 
She's super cool, super smart, and super lefty. Like these, she's white, but she's like these whites came in and they took everything and blah blah blah. So she gave me a new uh, uh, a definition of colonialism that I'd never heard. This is right from our textbook. Colonialism, the movement of people into a place where there is already a society and the modification of the structure of the indigenous society in such a way to ensure the dominance of the colonizer's home society. Boom. So it's not just you come in and you live here now and there's a, it's like you come in and you fucking change what's there to make sure that you're dominant. And then uh, ethnocentrism, the tendency to view life from the point of view of of one's own culture, okay? And she even said, she's like, everyone's a little ethnocentric, like a little yeah. bit. But then the assumption that uh, one's culture is superior and the only correct civilized culture, judging other cultures as less civilized, less advanced, or as barbarian. And I was like, ah, the white man's burden. And she's like, that's right, you got it. Oh, daddy! Oh my god, this really does feel like a movie now. It's perfect. White Man's Burden is a movie, basically. It's perfect. <laughs> it's, it's Dude, a- it helps me. And she was she was telling the difference about how it's like, oh, like when uh, when other people come from another country and they want to live here, everyone's like, oh, these immigrants, oh, the immigrants, oh my god. It's like, but when the white people came here, it's like even even uh, I think even Noor Hadidi, not that I am going out of my way to give her credit, but credit where it's due. She has a, one one of her jokes is actually good. <laughs> not that I'm going she's, out of my way. She has one joke that has some good parts to it, but but I don't even know if this is her actually. No, I, it might not even be, but. Basically, no, you know what? I don't think it's her, so forget about giving Wow, her. do we need to cut this out? No, no, it's <laughs> she's, fine. It's fine. She's never going to listen. She's never going to hear this. If she does, good. Let her comment. Uh, but uh, <laughs> No, I got no issues. I'm just joking around. But but the point is, uh, no, it wasn't even her is the thing, so I said it for another. No, bit. no, she... But she, uh, <laughs> the idea is like, oh, if you're white, like, if, you, if you're white somewhere else, like, you're an expat. Like, oh, anyone else is an immigrant, but you're a white, you're an expat. That's like, Buddy, I don't know if that's I the tell, distinction of you have the luxury to leave and live somewhere else. My brezid, I tell, I tell mediocre white guys in Canada all the time, if you're having a hard time here, just go to China, dude. Oh, You'll be on yeah. MTV. Yeah. You'll be dating a senator's daughter, baby. Mm-hmm. My buddy, dude, he couldn't hack it in Toronto. He was having a hard time here. He moved to China for something. His parents told him. His parents were like, just go to China. We found you this little school here. So, Because he was like kind of asking for money. and You know what I mean? Like He was struggling in Toronto, right? And he's a great guy. He's a great guy. I love him. But, he, you know, like Toronto's – look, I can't do New York yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Toronto's hard, man. I'm old as fuck. Toronto's and hard. And I still look at the New money, York like I don't want to work that hard. Toronto's a lot of pressure, right? So they tell him, go to China. There's you got a guaranteed job just for being white and knowing English, really. Yeah. So, like, he goes there and teaches English initially. Yeah. Buddy, he's gro- girlfriend within a month. He's just a cute white guy. He's girlfriend oh, within a month, he's dude. He's killing it. And killing she's it. probably – she's either rich or has like a good job. And then he's on Why TV. Why you go to Dubai pretty He's on TV over there. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he could probably eventually parlay that into coming back here with some – Yeah, some. if we do it. You even know who I'm talking about. But we'll talk we'll, – Who? You know. Oh, okay. We'll talk about it. Okay, later, later. (laughs) We definitely got to edit this episode. No. We mentioned a couple people. I didn't say anything bad. Come on. It's like a cheap joke. (laughs) Whatever. Okay. We're not cutting it. No, it's fine. No, I feel like... Blame it all on me. Even me, I feel like... Did I I call the fuckingomics guys like too right-wing? I I don't know. They're not that that bad. No, no. I I love them. I I, I think they're so funny and I love the podcast. But every time I go... They know they're right-wing. They know they're right-wing. They're all right. We have friends in the alt-right. I have friends in every fucking... I don't have any fascist, fascist friends. Yeah. 
Yeah. But like, if I saw them but head to lefties? head on a protest, like after all the yelling and shit, like I'd be down to talk and just fucking yeah. try to like. Dude, there are lefties to. who are like, "Why are you even talking to someone? You have to be a political agitator, baby. You have to be on a. You have to be like around everything. Uh, we have to, brother. We have to fight, but we have to win their heart and mind. Yeah, brother. We have Winning to fight. hearts and minds. You have to. Uh, my my darling, they rape us, but we will make love to them, brother. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That's a good secondary slogan. Yeah. Of the show? Yeah. Okay, great. Isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I thought no, I thought it just became the unofficial second slogan of White Man's Burden. Is yeah, yeah. They rape us, but we will make love to them, brother. Don't worry. Yeah, it, it's like, white people, we don't hate you. We'll always keep you around. We need your daughters. <laughs> you're not making it better. You're not, you're not going, <laughs> white people, you're not going anywhere. In, case, in fact, we've done the numbers. We know exactly how many of you to keep around so that there'll always be <laughs> plentiful supply. Of, you know, every 18... Oh, I've done all tabulation. Okay, we need yeah. 5 million white daughters. Oh every, every 18 years, we rotate them out, you know, just... <laughs> Wait, this is a conservative nightmare this show this, cons- this is a conservative hey, nightmare conservatives 99% of the women I've dated have been white <laughs> I had a pair of white titties in my hand the other day baby nothing you can do about it and guess what she hates her dad how you like them apples oh my god some of them hate their dad so much they all hate their dad Dude, that's something 90, that I... No, they don't all. They don't all. I there's was, really good ones, and they had good dads and whatever. No, no. There's people who love, so love their dads. So many of them hate their dads. But oh so God, many God. are like, fuck you, dad. I'm going to date a Muslim. Like, <laughs> there's, that's, a, that's a market. Yeah, that's a market. That's like a market. You don't want that market, too. You don't want them just dating you because they're trying to get back at their dad. That's like a whole other sketch. I told you I met someone after a show last week. She was like, she was so hot. She's like 25. Um, and she was like... <laughs> she was so but dude 25 and she already has is converted to islam and divorced from a guy so when she was like 1920 she married some muslim oh my dude God. and within two years got a divorce but i was telling her about the podcast and she's like yeah what we've done is so bad like she was so quick to be like fuck white people fuck my. she had some she found some way to be like fuck my dad too for some other reason wow but dude converted to islam at 1920 that's crazy already divorced she's 25 Good, good anyway. alimony. What's that? Good alimony. I don't know. I think I think that guy fucked her over too, though. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. But she's still mad at the dad. Like, I was trying to bring up, like, like. So what's this? What happened with this guy that you married? And it sounds awful. It sounds like this guy was like a dirtbag sociopath. Like, hey, maybe you should listen to your dad. But <laughs> for oh my god. But you know, whatever. You know, like she she did what she wanted to do, and uh, she's an independent woman. She's and living if, her life, man. She's living her life, baby. If she wants to do like. It's not a big deal. Brother, you rape us, but we will make love to we you. We will make brother. love to you. God is great. God is great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got some deep shit here. Oh, okay. I've, I've been wanting to talk to this for a while, but... Uh, I think we got some hitters in this episode for Instagram. Got, this is some deep shit. Okay, so you know my theory on zoos, right? Oh, the human zoos you're bringing up? Like, I mean, no, no, that, that's later. But so human zoos, you know my theory on zoos in general. Zoos are bad. Zoos just shouldn't exist. First of all, it's not right to the animals and stuff. It's yeah. like whatever. But also, like, the legacy of zoos, zoos with animals only exist because we're not allowed to do human zoos anymore. Oh, like, so every zoo started with a couple of people in it. Whether that physical building did or not, like in Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Zoo today used to have human exhibits. Right, 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 right. So whether it really did that zoo or not or, or whatever, but 
just having zoo, like zoos as a concept. It used to be normal. It used, it used to be to like, oh, like, we have a couple of lions from Africa. We got a giraffe from here. And then we have a uh, Ubuntu family from this. Exactly. Like something. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, look at the savages. And tomorrow we'll have some ching chongs and we'll bring in this and that. Well, the funniest bit that never made it into our Queen Victoria May, May 2-4 episode, the video that we did uh, yeah. on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash WMBpod. Um, the video that didn't make it on there, but it... The the clip of the video that didn't make it on there is that here I think it's CNE, bruh. Mm-hmm. I think it was CNE, and there's like this parade for the Queen, and the C- the Canadian National Exhibition started as this place to do the May two four weekend, which is like a uh, a tribute to the Queen. It was like a big colonial whatever. So anyway, uh, they had instead of a ghost, you know how at CNE they have like rides, roller coasters, a ghost yep. house, whatever. Yep. Instead of a ghost house, they had uh, Colonel Mandrakes. Savage West Africa. Exactly. And instead of going in and being like, oh, it's a ghost, you just go in and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> Colored people. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, they're going to catch me and make me into food. Oh, no. I mean, I, yeah, they probably had like. I'm saying, man. And so it's perfect. Perfect that you said that. Stay on that because look, uh, the carnival. Like, so that's what I was saying about zoos, the whole human zoo thing. And then we can yeah. talk about that forever. But carnivals, too, in the States, these carnival games were super, super racist. Like, literally, you know, um, first of all, Dunk Tank. Any, like, and you've done a dunk. We used to do dunk tanks at our school fundraisers and shit. Like, dunk tank. So silly. It's classic. Fun. It's like a sitcom. Dunk. First of all, in the You're doing state, a silly. In the you states, put the nerd on it, and that's a sitcom. In the states where those were invented, 100% never not a black guy. They were just always a black guy. So that's for sure. It was just like whether they had slaves hey, or even after slaves. Bandit, is that a water chindi? It's a water, it's a water chindi, yeah. No, but it was always a black guy in the in the dunk tank, okay? Yeah, Whether yeah. it's slavery days or then even after just during Jim Crow and shit. 100%. 100%. But in colonial days, they probably did that with Indian guys. Yeah. But then but no, but it's an American carnival game. And then the other carnival game, which we still actually have today, but you know how we we uh, we either do the water balloon gun and it's like a clown and we fill the clown's mouth up with oh water. Oh my goodness! Or we like have things where we throw back oh uh, baseball. Goodness. What at the is this going to be, man, Dad? Yeah, dude. What? The most popular game at any American carnival f- till like the '60s was called "Hit the N Word, Baby." Okay, it wasn't always a baby, no. but that was most commonly a baby. Wait a minute, but what about the shoot him in the mouth one? Is that was that? That's they they had water guns and they'd fucking fill his mouth up with fucking water. They had a real human that's being. Why, that's why it's like very clowny, like the pictures. Yeah, no, but the no, dude. This in the real one, they just for, shot water in a in a black. Forget mouth. about the water one. That's like later. The one where it's hit the n word, baby. I'm not talking about a little mannequin black boy. I'm talking yeah, about no, they had a black person, usually a kid. A ba- a, it looked like a child. It looked like a usually it, a kid. It, it's called baby, but sometimes they do a, an adult or whatever. The, yeah, but they literally. Let you just throw golf balls, throw baseballs, throw fucking balls. Yeah. At a black. Sometimes it was, uh, if it was tame, as like for the kids or whatever, they'd do uh, eggs. You, if you're, if that was what you, they made you do, like you hope for the eggs. The eggs is like the fun, a fun day. The eggs is just humiliating. But with the, with the hit the hit the baby with the raw, with hit the hit the n word baby. Yeah. That one they did it. Uh, they were throwing like a baseball type of thing at it. Yeah, and it's literally there's like her, every her, the every, baby, every the baby. carnival that's coming to town, the newspaper would say, "Oh, we're gonna have this, we're gonna have that, we're gonna have a hit the n word baby." Obviously, like it's the most popular, 
moneymaker. And people would line up and they'd be like, oh, he loved it. Oh, you could tell the N-word loved it just as much as everyone else. And until uh, by the third night, uh, he had some lumps on his head and he was starting to look a bit dashed. One had to go to a hospital and they swapped him in. Like, it was all you read that this article? Shit. I read articles like that. I'm trying to find it now. It's like a little bit harder because I that's found it on. So, Shout that's... out to Black with No Chaser. Amazing Insta and Instagram, Facebook shit. Yeah. But I did just double check. And Snopes, if you care about Snopes, it does say this is a true thing. Like this is not. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm like, not it's doubting all it. true. I, I, it, it would just be. I would love to just okay, read that article. Top billing in uh, newspaper. So it was advertised in. Yeah, so 1948. This advertisement. July 1948. It's loading, but it's gonna be like there'll be a hit the this. And there'll be hot dogs, and there's just there's a culture of black children being like very violently either hurt, casually killed, or just like casually dying in the states. Like you know how you know how um, about a year ago in Cal in uh, Florida during I think it was like Indiana Jones or like one of those like sort of Disney World rides, uh, a little black boy like got eaten by a crocodile. Do you know about this? Like yeah. it just happened that he was black, but like a crocodile fucking snatched him out of the thing. And then Disney Disneyland. In, it was uh, on a Disneyland, uh, Disneyland thing Disney in, World, Disney in, in World, Florida. like the Florida one. Yeah, Disney World. That must be so much more ghetto than but the California. But the, the reason that it created so much shit was it wasn't just because it was like a, obviously a child being killed, and you know because he's black, but it was because in Florida there's a million. You go back to like like old school racist shit. There's a million like old retro signs. Where the where they uh, where little black boys are called N word no they're called they're called Gator Bait, Gator Bait, mm. and it was like there was like whether it happened or not there's rumors all the time that people would well how many times do you use someone feed, as bait for a gator before someone just makes the term Gator Bait like they used to literally like feed them to yeah you know maybe you're a slave owner and you have too many you don't want to feed okay. them all like just, the term Jail Bait yeah thousands of people went to jail. Yeah. And then they said, oh, that's jailbait. Yeah. So we're talking. Gator bait, gator chow, gator food, like gator whatever. Chow. Like all this shit was like just so standard. It's just like this this hit the N-word baby booth. I'm trying to find the. I saw one article with. Uh, Who with can the... hit the N-word? But three chances to hit the N-word with all the vigor of. Of a professional ballyho man, the labor drew from the crowd to the side attraction on Labor Day. So this is Labor Day. You're celebrating Labor Day by bashing someone's skull out. Well, I but thought they were the lefties with the kids labor, and everything. Labor, aren't take they? Take it like easy. The... Go slow. Take your time. Gone to try again. Da 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 da. Like you're trying to win a teddy bear. You know how you go and you try to win a teddy but bear for labor your sweetheart. Day? You should go try to fucking hit this. Fucking child, and that's how you want a teddy bear for. But is Labor Day not a big workers' rights day? Yeah, it is. It's very ironic. Wow, it's like yeah. it's like when they. It's exactly like your bit. That's exactly bit like the they... bit you made, where it's like the guy's whipping this whatever minority person, black Indian, whatever. He's just whipping this person, giving him his sentence of two hundred lashes. But a hundred lashes in, they got to swap the dude doing the whipping out because his arm is getting too tired. Yeah. So, so some, like, some workers' rights. Union, yeah. <laughs> some workers' rights guys like, hey, like hey, hey, are hey. we animals? 
I'm gonna have, I'm not gonna have my guy working this site anymore if this yes. is how you treat us. <laughs> oh my god. Whereas normally the I mean really the guy who's getting the whipping Give just, this man a break. His back is exposed, the dude's like bleeding out of his back, like it's panting. too much. It's too much. I can't believe like dude, sometimes they just die from it. Yeah. Like to get to two hundred whips, man, you, you gotta be you gotta uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's too much. Saudi Arabia still does it. Iran still does it to a degree. Wait, less. Wait. Are, are we talking about whip right in? Thousand lashes. Thousand lashes. That blogger got was uh, supposed to be executed, and then instead they gave him a thousand lashes. Vended, I'm not leaving Canada ever. <laughs> I told my parents this morning. They're talking. They, they keep talking shit about how great India is. I'm like, okay, go back. No, okay, no, just too, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> buddy, we're here. Okay, I can't do it. You can go visit countries. India's actually like they don't do stuff like that, but India, you could just get. It just seems dangerous every time I go. I'm always scared. I'm always like, man, we're just driving on the other side of the road. We got out of here. What are we doing here, man? That's so funny. It's terrifying. It feels like we escaped, and then we're just going to go back and visit. Every time we visited, I was like, I could have died. Yeah. Three times. You know, just like little stuff. I'm like, I was like such a little Canadian kid that I'd be like, where's the safety regulation here? <laughs> no. Wow. They don't got it. The reason I mentioned this stuff though is like okay, so they had the hit the hit the N word baby. They had um, they had you know Doctor Julian Bonds, Savage West Africa. They had human zoos. The last human zoo that I know of, and there's a famous picture of it. It was in uh, Holland, 1968, I believe, maybe 58. Let's say 58, conservatively. And it's literally like a little black girl in a cage, and all these white people watching, and there's a white woman giving her a banana. Yeah, I saw that. Like, all this shit, it really, I really have one point into it. And it's like, when you say, like, get, them o- get over it, get over it, it's like 1958, 1968, fucking 70s for, for, pro- I mean, segregation to fully end. 1996 for these children, and their land is still being taken away. Like, who's supposed to get over it? Aren't you supposed to stop doing it, and then they get over it? Like, who's supposed to get over it? The people who are literally, like, it's happening to? Like, 1968, you have a generation ago. And then and then the other thing is, too, is, like, all these, okay, like, the, the cliche, like, image of, like, the KKK, like, lynching someone is, like, they're out, there's only three, four of them, they're, it's just a rogue squad of KKK, they went rogue, and it's, like, they're in the middle of the woods, and they hang this black guy or whatever. Dude, when they did most of those fucking lynchings, it was in no regalia, no hoods. It wasn't even called the KKK. It was just a mob of people. It was just the town would just start. We're going to have a big lynching. And they do it at the same time with the barbecue. And it might as well have had a hit the N-word uh, carnival. And it's all families. And they're all having a great Didn't Sunday. Didn't the cross get burned like, a, like two weeks ago? Uh, where? In the States. Dude, they get burned all the time. They get burned all the time. Not a yeah, big yeah. deal. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But even that, that cross burning is like a very. That's even like, yeah. That's like the aggressive. fringe. Those are the ones who are. But those are the ones who are really into it or whatever, and they want to oh make a cross. Normally, it was just like Friday night. We're gonna have a jamboree, and we're probably gonna kill a few. Like with you know, bring the whole family. There'll be picnics and barbecue. And yeah. It's like this normalcy of that. Like it was part of society. I know, and it and, was just and, in uh, the society. These guys, a lot of these guys that are like, get over it. If it wasn't for left-wing people pulling and pulling and fighting to a reasonable position, you'd still be doing it. You'd be doing it. Yeah, like even that's even with Gav- Gavin McInnes. We had Gavin McInnes on, and like, I feel like he's like that, like a uh, Crowder. The way they talk about gay people is so like 
ugh, trans, ugh. like they talk about it, right. like whatever. And then they also have this thing where they're like, well, we're not killing them like the Muslims. Yeah, you don't like it? How you being treated? Go to where the Muslims are. They'll throw you off the roof. I, I, I'm over here. I got to bake you a cake. Fuck, like they're they're yeah, so crazy they're always about like, it. Look, we're good with the gays now. They can marry. It's like, yeah, but they had to fight for yeah, it. Yeah, they had to fight for it. And they now you're just, just acting like, okay, I gave it to you. Dude. Obviously, in the West, we let gays marry. It's like, no, not obviously. You had to fucking. But you know, they do this to everyone. They do this with women's rights, with gay rights, with with slavery, yeah, all with, the black with every, rights. Every single per everyone that's like, get over Come on, it. You have it's the like, vote. It's like they didn't have the vote. Oh, we're not segregated schools anymore. Yeah, but you literally had to have. National Guard, there's pictures of it. You've probably seen it. National seen it. Guards. Enforce Gump, they had, had to. Yeah, they did Enforce Gump. They had to come in with guns and escort a little fucking four-year-old, five-year-old class of little babies to class because their class was about to get firebombed or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, we're not going to mix our, ba our kids with you N-words. Like, you had to bring in the military just to, to let like, kids let go in. to class. Yeah. And it's still an issue. The university one was, was so good, But then you're like, too. oh, get over it, get over it. In Forrest it. Gump, they had the university girl who was like, mm -hmm. this is the first uh, black person to go to like a, a school, and they lost it. And yeah, they it was like 60s, mind. 60s. And, and the way they got around it in the States is, too, they have like black universities and white universities. So it's still kind of segregated. Obviously, you don't have – you can go in, to any university. But like you're in the deep south, like – your parents will probably tell you, look, if you go to this black one, you're going to, like, have a much better time. You go yeah. to this white one, like, they might fuck with you on campus unless you're, like, their football player or something. Like, they yeah. might, even then, they might fuck with you. Not at Stanford or something, but, yeah, at a lot of them, maybe. Yeah, no, but, like, fucking Alabama Tech or whatever, like, it's not going to be. Yeah, yeah, some of the smaller ones. It's not yeah. going to be great. Well, there's also, like, uh, I wonder if the Christian universities are like that. Because there's a bunch of Christian universities. The Christian universities, I don't know. I I, I feel like they're... they're just so expensive, too, that I think you're good. As long as you're Christian and you got the money, I think it's fine. They keep you I... out by the money, but they don't yeah, care. Yeah, it's the There's... money. Yeah. They might not actually like you or whatever, but they'll let you come, I guess. Because um, I really only know very limited, but uh, do you remember? Have you ever seen the documentary on Swaziland? No. Is it Swaziland? Uh, it's, it's about how, like, Swaziland's this tiny little landlocked country uh, in South Africa, and, like... It's just one dude who the Brits put in charge. They put his father in charge, and he's just in charge oh now. Oh, my God. And it's just the richest. It's just like that family's rich as fuck, but the country's poor as fuck. It's a democracy. They have no representation. They're fucked, right? Um, and But so the dad, the king, his, uh, his daughter goes to like a, a Catholic school, rich Christians high school, private school in America. Or and now she was going to university in the movie, and they're like, they're all like, oh, where's our little princess? Like in the <laughs> school, they're like, oh, we got a princess, we got a bona fide. She's an African princess. Like to her, she's probably like such a novelty, but they're like, she's paying big money for this too, so Is treat she, her well. So they're they're black though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like a black princess going to American school. I thought they just put some white guys like that. The way you started it, I thought I thought uh, you were saying it was like a white. It's like a white king because you said the Africa British. The right British now? just left some guy in charge. Yeah, they just which chose is South one Africa. Of the locals, they're like your. Yeah, is that what happened in South Africa? No, they yeah, they did a fight like a for king. independence. They they did a fight for independence. The Boer yeah. Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Boers. Yeah. Or else South Africa should be like Canada, but they couldn't be tamed like us. They couldn't. They're wild. <laughs> they're wild, I, I, baby. Whether you're white or black, Africans are wild, dude. dude when you watch the old documentaries, Australia and Canada are such bitches. Yeah. 
<laughs> we, we love we're such little like madam oh my madam darling <laughs> yeah and then the, and american the queen's south, coming the american queen. south although africa. when the queen comes america loves it too they do get obsessed yeah now they do because they're like oh look look mummy's coming to visit yeah look what we did without you bitch yeah. go fuck yourself <laughs> yeah it's true look what we it's like it's like they're over it the trauma's done they're friends now they they did world war ii it's together still a, but it's still it's like basically a, oh them God. saying like oh you you're our little look at our little sisters here or, or senile mother came to visit. Hey, come, come by, come. Yeah. It's like a different attitude, you know? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. with Canada, we're looking up to her. With America, they're like, oh, look. Look, it's their Kim Kardashian. Oh cool, right? God. Take a picture. Oh <laughs> they my don't God. care. They don't care. It's America, baby, number one. America. America. Took the game. <laughs> World is that how two. you guys say it? How do you guys say it? America. Yeah, yeah. Angreji. They all say Angreji, which means which is English? English. Yeah, but then they change it to like... Englishers? Like yeah, English Angreji means like uh, English speaking. Yeah, we say Inglisi. Inglisi. Yeah. <laughs> Hindustani, American. It's like Sobatkon. Speak English. Yeah, yeah. The foreigner, but it's so true. Like if if Khadiji. someone brown or black comes here, they're like an immigrant. But if a white person goes to Expat. goes to India, they're like, hey, hey, don't. <laughs> like yeah. even the cops are be like, hey, hey, no trouble. <laughs> like yeah. like you could you could murder like someone from there, but a white guy. Uh, there's a lot of places. I mean, unless it's late. And uh, no one's around to see, then they'll just fuck up a white guy. Some people, yeah. Then they'll be like, "Where's but if the money?" But there's witnesses, yeah. Then you're Where's good. Give me all your money. You're good. I remember one girl was telling me she she backpacked through there, a white girl, and her guide, um, in the middle of the night, she just like he just pops into her tent and, and like just puts her his hands on her boobs, and he's just like, and she's just like fighting him off, like. He came in like so, like tr- I think aggressive, and he she, she like just fought him off. I don't know. Like a lot of guys think they can just take a girl, but they're like, dude, if they're fighting, come on, you're gonna get hurt. You're gonna like she like hit him and pushed him off, and then he just switched his demeanor to like, madam, I'm so bad, and you are so good, madam. Don't tell anyone, please, madam. Like oh he just God. he just switched from like this aggressive dude to like, madam, I'm so bad, madam, madam, please don't tell anyone. Don't oh be. Oh God. no, I died. They take my kid. They take my kid, please, madam. And like he just begged for forgiveness, and then for the rest of the trip. Like she forgave him, and she they still backpacked with him for like yeah. four more days or something. He for like two days, two more days. Yeah, wow. Yeah, but she said like he told he like just. Did she sleep weird after that though? No, she. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Just, maybe just, it was just established that it's not going to happen again. Yeah, like he really let it. Misunderstanding. He's oh, Mer- oh, sorry, Meredith. <laughs> it's so yeah. Oh my god. I don't know how we got into that. What happened? Uh the expat thing, yeah. Yeah, see like at night like that, someone will try to make a sneak move. Sometimes I feel yeah, like sometimes you can't they get be an idiot. You have to go like where there's like yeah. even people. in South But in South America they'll kidnap a white kid, right? They'll yeah. they'll get the white kid first. Oh yeah. See in India there's almost a respect. No, yeah, yeah. They don't care about that in Latin America. Latin Latin America no, they'll no, no, no. they'll they'll take you if first. Anything, they're like, fuck you, yeah. Yeah. Gringo, come here. Gringo. Unless you just spend all your money and they can see that you already got milked, like they'll try to milk you with the souvenirs and shit. But yeah, if you're, but it's like, look, if you go and you're like in a touristy place and it's all whatever, then you're fine. If you go into the locals, you better be fucking cool. If you go into the locals and you're cool, it's fine. But if you go and you're like, I have money, like treat me better, ah, they're like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, yeah, I come this way, like you're yeah. fucked. Yeah. Like uh, my buddy was telling me he's from Latin America and he was telling me, but when when he went to He's from Guatemala, but when he went to Cuba, he's saying the worst people in Cuba that he ever saw were these French Canadians who were, like, just so rude to the locals. Like, they're on a resort, right? They're on a resort, and these guys, like, 
they'd hold up a five dollar bill like a canadian five dollar bill like it's like like it's like a hundred us or something and they demand so much all day and, and still wave the same five dollar bill like not even give them five bucks each time canadian or american like, uh, canadians oh canadian come Quebecois. on they were like they're like, yeah, do this. And all day, they're like, if you're lucky, I'll still give you this by the end of the day. Like, wow. A five bucks. Oh, don't, you hate going out with, don't you hate being somewhere with someone who's oh, yeah, too aggressive be, with sounds, the servers? Sounds, sounds horrible. Yeah, yeah. No, you got to know uh, how to talk to servers. One time this I've, club promoter I've been a server for, for like 12 years. Yeah. And uh, even though I'm not anymore, I still am like, I mean, I could be tomorrow. Fuck. But yeah. I still like have to be like, even when like they're in the wrong, I'm still like, don't call them out. Like, it's okay. You know what I mean? I'm a little bit extra. Yeah. That's, to be honest, like I'd say you're, I'm not going to go ahead and say you're like bad with servers or whatever like you're pretty good but like there's been a few times where it's like for a second it's like touch and go i forget what it where we were but there was somewhere where i was like i mean let it go or like i was like i i, like, I asked for a lot of so I, i'm vegetarian and i asked for a lot of little things i mean that's thing. fine call it like food wise you gotta like ask for what you need or whatever but there was i forget what it was but there was something really I was like, me I was like not in like a rude way. You weren't like, "Hey, chop chop." Like you weren't like no. anything close to that. My uncle does that. But it though. was like it was like even just like like I overcompensate so much that it was like it was pretty much like probably within the rights of a regular. Yeah, but you person. were like, "Just leave it." Just but leave I was it like, "No, me. no, just leave it." Like let's. I don't wow. even want to. You know, what I mean? dude. When we were kids, my uncle comes. You are a bad tipper though. Who, who, <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> How can you say this? Uh, I can't, I I live minimum fifteen, but what yeah, else do you yeah, do? Yeah. More? Do you, am I supposed to do twenty now? No, 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 no. I'm an overcompensating tipper. No, you're a good tipper. You're I good. always do fifteen, and I yeah, always 15. do fifteen rounded up to the next thing. Yeah, but yeah, now good, I think good. I'm you're going good. sixteen, seven. I feel like I'm doing fifteen. They on. say the av- the standard turn to eighteen now instead of fifteen. Sure, okay. I think fifteen's out. I think wow. I'm at eighteen if, but because I'm tipping. Servers are telling me. I'm gonna that. say I'm gonna like, sound so cheap now because I tip on the tax too. So am I not at eighteen? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. we're we don't. I don't go back and check the real total. I'm like, I'm tipping on the tax. Yeah, that's too. that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you do. So I leave fifteen percent on that. Yeah, you're not fifteen percent. And then I round up to the next dollar, whatever it is. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. No, you but anyway, um, I was gonna say my uncle comes from India, and he he just wants to prove, I guess, that he's like rich. I there is money, this yeah. like. There's like this thing of like um, no, there's a few people. It's I, called status anxiety. People call it status anxiety. Have you heard of this class anxiety or status anxiety? It's kind of like why why people in the Middle East have gold Mercedes, but like a white right. guy in Canada is like, man, I'll just wear flip flops and shorts and I'll go on a yeah, Saturday. Yeah, because you don't need to prove it. You don't need to prove anything, right? Like I like I I would drive these Indian guys to the club when I was Ubering, and they would wear a suit on a Saturday. Yeah, like it's Saturday, and it's not even a cool sweat suit. Your balls off. It's not even like, a cool suit. Like, like if you if you wore a funky suit, I can respect it. This guy's wearing like a lawyer, like he's going to court suit. Yeah, you're gonna sweat your balls off. You're gonna ruin the materials. You're gonna yeah. fuck it up and have. And to pay on the phone, he's talking about bottle service, cleaning. like eight hundred dollar bottle service, nine hundred. Like, like what? Who? What a what a loser! Like, yeah. I don't know why do you want to why do you want to show people that you're rich? I don't get it. Yeah. Because it, because for me I'm well, I'm think born and raised bring here. The girl or whatever, but like, I guess they think that. But because I'm born and raised here, I was telling my mom this this morning. I was like, God make me rich inside. Yeah. God make me prince. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like they're talking about like all. I, I was talking about like what a bunch of nerds my mom's family is, and they're such good little colonially kids, right? Oh my god. Because they're such goody. Without like, the British, are we are nothing. He kind of like they, but I don't know. My grandfather fought fought with Gandhi too. But oh, with Gandhi, what do you mean? But like he did a he he was in the salt march. He right. was in like a famous salt march with Gandhi. He lost cool. his hearing in one ear because he got hit by a British uh, soldier. So my grandfather wow. did fight back. Wow. But then my mom and her brothers and sisters, they're such a bunch of nerds. Like they're very like if we don't do this, then how will we look in society? Like if we don't do this, we're going to look like and I'm like, "Mom, 
God make me prince inside my heart. I don't need anything. <laughs> like, yeah. I was trying to tell them, even even my mom, too, my dad too, that like, you guys are obsessed with like, when are you going to get married? And when are we going to have this much money? And when can we buy a third house and a fourth house? And I'm like, you know why people just get to be happy with nothing? There's so many that are just like, I'm as long as I'm pay my rent, I'm good, baby. Yeah. I don't care. You're the best country in the world, and you have the you don't get more freedom to talk shit about the government when you're. But rich. I could be I could be homeless and smack a rich dude, and what the fuck is he gonna do? I got nothing to lose, bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, like like it's not like India, man. We we don't have we we do have like a thing here, and 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 we were saying this before about the whole get over it thing. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that people don't realize is that is that it takes generations generations to 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 put out the spirit and of effort, a people and effort too it takes a lot of work but you got to put out the spirit of a people like you got to you got to tell a people you're not really one of us and that's that's the whole thing with vietnam like when you watch the vietnam documentary it's them being like we it, it, they had a movement in the country and most countries didn't have this movement the vietnamese the vietnamese had a movement in the country that said freedom or nothing we would rather be dead because God make it, brother. God make me a human being. Like, yeah. I, we can't accept anything other than freedom. Yeah. And it made it such a much more vicious fight. Whereas a lot of other countries, they don't they're have like, ah, this. We'll just be slaves. Yeah. They're just kind like, okay, God, God make them rich and make us poor. But, I mean, if America like had sustained war on them for 200 years, then eventually the Vietnamese, you know what I mean? Buddy, it's been 100 years. It was 100 years when Vietnam War started. <laughs> What? It was a hundred. Their revolutionary struggle <laughs> was going for a hundred years, dude. Oh, they were never gonna stop. Because you're saying it. since uh, since French occupation. Because the French occupation, yeah. they were fighting yeah. the French, That's and they right. were like, "We'll fight the French. We'll fight you. We'll. I'd rather be dead. Right. Fucking kill me, man. Right. They fought like that, man. Dude, they would have. They would lose ten thousand, and the Americans would lose a hundred, and they'd be like, "Victory for us. Yeah, we won. That's how they they saw they saw everything as a victory, and. Here's the thing. They defined the rules like that, the Vietnamese. And to the Americans, it was like that. They would, there would be all these things. Like, they, like there was one full episode where they took a hill. It was called Hill 86. I don't know. I forget what the name of the hill was. But they, these Americans fought so long and so hard to take this hill. And he's like, and then we got to the top of the hill. Like, it was treacherous, man. People were dying. People saw, they saw their friends die. And, like, they're going Hamburger crazy. Hill probably or something. What's that? Okay, yeah, go on. They're just going crazy on this hill, man. They're just we got to take the hill. We got to take the hill. They got to the top of the hill, and then a helicopter picked them up, and they're like, "We never saw that hill again." We yeah. f- we fought. We won that hill for what? For what? And then and but so so at the end of the day, it is like an American loss. Like they got beat up and and they lost all these resources and they were for demoralized. Nothing. And then we for got some to the top of the hill. hill that's useless, has no resources, does you nothing strategically. Yeah, you and just decided even you though the Vietnamese would lose more lives and all of these things, it's still read like they're victory for us. They're fighting for survival. Yeah, it is. It's true, man. I mean, survival versus like conquest. Like hey. Yeah. If you're going to conquest, you better have like everything in your favor because the sort of home court advantage that those people have will like fuck you up. Yeah, but the fire in their hearts. Just the terrain and stuff, but also you're fighting for like your your daughter or whatever. Yeah. Or the daughter that they just murdered. Buddy, like, there's so so one of the top generals, right? And and I didn't even like Reynoldson was uh, so I was doing absolute uh, Kingston with uh, Reynolds and Nick Reynoldson. Yeah. And I'm watching out. the shout out to Nick Reynoldson. He's a Everybody. beast. Um, incredible comic. Uh, so so I'm watching this Vietnam War documentary, and the guy just goes, 
the guy just introduces a character like uh and then the then the Viet Cong came in and killed his family. like someone killed his family in front of him and then Nick's like well that guy's going to be a top general now and uh and that's exactly what happened like that guy's entire life is just going to be getting revenge now right like that's his job oh, and then God. and then that's like the next thing they said do that guy oh my god i got to find his name again because he was such a he was he was he was incredible like he changed the game for the Vietnamese in the in the in the war. Like he, he was a top dog. But it took like he was kind of part time in and out, you know. Yeah. Like helping the revolution, but he's an accountant or some shit. And then they just killed his family, and he's like, okay, well, I have nothing else to do now. Yeah. Now this is just my life. This is my life now. Wow. Okay. Cool. Let's let's take it down. That's fucked. Let's burn it down, baby. Um, uh-huh. Hey, let's talk about a sponsor. Oh my god, we never even got any sponsors yet. Ladies and gentlemen, white man's burden. Could not be possible if we didn't have all sorts of different help from the following sponsors. JasonWren.com. Jason Wren is a very, very established and experienced advertiser, marketer, strategist, and uh, copywriter. Also just intense with art, graphics, whatever. You need something done that needs to sway attention, get people going, get people hyped up and interested. You talk to Jason Wren. You go to jasonwren.com. Award-winning art. Uh, yeah, con yeah, advertising uh, awards, multiple years. It's, it's great. It's incredible. A bunch of other awards that are Honestly, know. look at our posters. Our posters are gorgeous, man. Amazing. They're Amazing so nice. Work. I love them. It's all him. He did the logo. He did our logo. Right? Oh, my God. Our logo is incredible. Yeah. Women's burn. Jason Wren, jasonwren.com. Then we got... Michael Flax. Michael Flax Films. Flax.com. Flax Films. He will be editing this audio and uh, uploading it. Mm-hmm. for us and um yeah he's an incredible filmmaker he uh he's an award-winning filmmaker he flies around the world making movies yep he's been to bollywood he did the uh rio olympics he fucking he's he's one of the first major companies to uh do 3d he worked with uh cinemaquip whites and they had like a 3d branch so he, he wow. worked with them uh and uh, yeah, he's worked on movies. He worked on Total Recall. He's worked on Hollywood blockbusters. But he also just does like indie art house stuff and like local stuff. So nothing's too big or too small. If you just need someone to do it, you talk to Michael Flax, michaelflax.com. He'll get it produced. He can direct. He can just one-stop shop, movie maker. Amazing. Amazing skill. And then we're live right now at a little place called... Kenwood Self-Tapes. Oh, yeah. Go to facebook.com slash Kenwood Self-Tapes. If you're an actor in Toronto and you need a self-tape, our self-tapes are... Gorgeous. We really put incredible, like we just have like an incredible camera. Most of the self tape studios in Toronto, I feel like they just have like old camcorders. Mm. I don't want to talk shit, but we have like a, we have a GH5, Panasonic GH5. It's an incredible camera, and we have a boom, we just got this new boom stand for our boom mic. I saw so that. the so, so nice. Oh my god, it's gorgeous. And so our audio's tight. Our like it just looks incredible. All the agents and the casting directors that get our tapes, they tell the actors like this is amazing. Make sure you go back to those guys. And people are booking work, people. People are booking work. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna come out with a can't bunch be of people. Coincidence. Yeah, Dave's putting together like, dude, I can't believe how many how many people have booked work, man. It's crazy. Wow, that's people so are good. like flying around the world shooting stuff that they wow. audition did their audition tape here. Wow, that's so sick. we're gonna we're gonna post that all on our uh, on our Facebook page soon. Facebook.com slash Kenwood Tapes. Come by for a self-tape. And if you're listening to this, you like White Man's Burden, you know, you like what we're doing. Think, hey, how can I help these guys? Do, we, do they need help? Yeah, we need help. We need big time help. Yeah, uh, you can help us. us. You can be our. You can do some social media work for us. I mean, that's a hundred percent. But you can also go to Patreon.com/slash White Man's Burden and support us with cash money. Yeah, White Man's Burden. 
on Patreon, patreon.com slash Burden. Do it, guys. Do it. Help us. You can do a dollar a month, two bucks a month, three bucks a month, five yeah, bucks a month. Shout out to Danny for giving us 25 bucks, bucks a month. month. 25 bucks a month. Yeah. Fellow subversive level. Fellow subversive. Or you can just give us a lump sum, whatever you feel like. Give us 10 bucks. Give us 1,000 bucks. Whatever. Put it to good cause. We are decolonizing the mind. It's going to take years. We're going to put in so much effort. But also, why shouldn't we get well-funded and then go to the heart of India and talk to them about it and talk to Sashi Tura? Huh? we got to talk to Sashi Tura. We've had Gavin McInnes on. Why can't we have Sashi Tura? Why can't we go and talk to someone who works at the India uh, foreign policy office in England? Huh? Yeah. Why can't we talk to them about their legacy? Well... Because we don't have the money for it. But the second we do, we're going to do that big boy shit. We're going to do it. Why can't we talk to fucking the dude who's in charge of native affairs here in Canada? We fucking should be able to. We will more and more. But we need some help. So help us out. We want to be able to do comedy and podcast all the time. Make movies all the time. We don't want to have to fucking serve tables, okay? We're better than that. If we have to, we will. It's a great job. We'll make the money. It's a great job. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's that's fun, not what we're here to do. Girls, you know, whatever. It's great, but listen, we <laughs> should be doing this all the time. Yeah, I should be doing this full time. But we need some help. We need some help. But shout out to Danny for uh, giving us 25 bucks a month oh, already, yeah. our first patron. Be and like um, Be better than Danny. Yeah. Raise the stakes. Us, throw some cash. And uh, yeah, and, and we have great stuff that we give for our patrons. Like our, we have the, the live show was a banger, the first one we did. And yeah, we have another one. You get free tickets to the show. You get yeah. a meet and greet with us. If you if you pay enough, you get a, you get a, a whole other thing where you get to come and we get to kind of like run ideas by you you can kind of give us some ideas and stuff too tell us more of what you want to see yeah so you can support that's us for a lot that's a thousand bucks a month you'll get that yeah that, that's for it. that's for do supporting it. us with money but even if you can just help us out by sharing this telling yeah. your friends about it Definitely following share, us on our social media accounts and leave comment. a comment leave a comment even say good, something bad whatever just leave a comment even if you want to argue with us all day and call us idiot coolies do it man do yeah it. do it but you know what would be amazing if you just took us took our link not only shared it on your wall but just went and found like other uh, either right wing groups or left wing groups and just posted it in there and been yep. like, yo, check these guys out. You know what I'm yep. saying? Give Plant us a shout the seed, out. Baby. Because if we go and do it, the people are like, oh, they're on the show. You do it. Oh my God. It's going to look like, wow. Yeah. You know, we got to get that vouch. Hot girl, white man's burn fans. You got to do it. Hot guys too, man. Hot guys, everyone. Hot just people. a beautiful man. Every, just oh, a, I could see a beautiful man posting this and people are like, well, if this beautiful man posted it, let's listen to the podcast. Exactly. Give us legitimacy, okay? We can't do this without you. Help us out. Keep listening. Keep listening, though. You know, just do that, too. Yeah. Like, it's cool if you just want to listen. Just listen. Yeah. We're talking. We're doing this especially for you, the people who can't afford to. We're just saying if you can, don't hold out. Give us some money. Yeah. Hook us up. And you know what? Don't give me that shit about, oh, my God, you're pathetic. You're begging. Or, or you're asking strangers for money, blah, blah, blah. Guess what the right wing does <laughs> all day? Huh? They ask for strangers for money. Guess Yo, these right-wing maniacs day. took the game because they don't give the a right shit. The right-wing maniacs get $100,000 a week, some of them. Some shitty ones. Forget about Jordan Peterson. He gets like a million a week. Probably. They're giving them big, Ooh, big, Jordan Peterson is, came up in the money. game, dude. And big money. Crass, Steven Crowder. And what do they do they're with all... They fucking spout hate and they spout yeah. division and all this bullshit. We're trying to unify the people, bring everyone together, including white people. Bring them all together and solve this and heal. But, oh, we can't ask for money. We're a bunch of bums. No, okay? They're the bums. We're the fucking freedom fighters. We need the money. Not the right wing, okay? Let's go. We have to fight back. Get the money Brazil. out of the right wing. Put it back into the left, okay? We need Brothers and sisters and everyone, we have to fight back. Let's go. War effort needs your effort. So there we go. Uh, That's why man's burden, man. That's why man's burden. Thanks so much for listening. This is Amish Patel. Decolonizing the mind. Remember, be good to yourselves. Okay, bye. Bye.